Welcome, everyone. You're now listening to the Say It With Your Chest podcast, and I'm your host, Mr. Lightskin Keysweat. And on today's episode, I got one of my best friends on, um, more like brothers these days. You know, we don't talk a lot just because we be busy, um, but we got a lot of experiences together, a lot of stories we can't tell nobody. Um <laughs> You know, and I, I'm just glad he was on, he able to be on today and join me. What up? What's going on? Happy to be here. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. You you know, I was just preparing for this, and I was thinking about our friendship, you know, and I was talking about, you know, some of the stories we got and, you know, how helpful you've been to me, Um you know, you've been there for a lot of different situations, bro. And so, I mean, really, really appreciate the friendship, man, um, throughout all these years. It started weird, you know, just because we went to school together, but we weren't we weren't really that close like that. You know, it wasn't until after that, you know, it became like that. So, you know. Yeah, it's definitely uh, funny how sometimes the closest people that you're with come, you know, after different situations and it just kind of work out that way right 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 you know and that that leads me to you know one of my first few questions you know that I've always observed from afar you know maybe not too far but you know and you, you just kind of say that you know friendships are huge for you you know you, you have some of the closest brothers to you you know that you went to school together it's a big group group of y'all and I've I've always kind of envied something like that a little bit you know because I all my friends are worn off a little bit you know it's not like a whole big group where you got a lot of experiences that y'all all shared together you know and all experience at the same time so you know um can you tell me how important is is just friendship for you you know and, and throughout your your years especially you know college and uh, friendship for the people that you really trust and the people that you really rock with is everything because uh, it might not be a huge group. At the end of the day, you know, I might have about eight friends, you know, um, but those are the, it just so happens that a, uh, about, you know, six, seven of them are all kind of grouped in together. Uh, but what, what that also means is that you're going to have your ups and downs within the groups. You're going to have your good times, your funny times, your times where you got to push each other. Um, all those things that, you know, really make for those unique friendships. But, you know, the the closer that you are, because you don't want to feel like you somebody's going to snake you, like somebody's going to, you know, ha- not have your back. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to try to, you know, take your job. Somebody, that, <laughs> all yeah. those different, you know, uh, take some money you know, whatever it is, if somebody says, hey, you know what, I need some money, I need a little help, you know, you say, all right, bet, and you know, at the end of the day, that person is going to get you back, you know, or whatever the case may be, so, you know, and, and also the the type of friends in which, you know, y'all done did some wild stuff together, or, you know, you know, deep friendships, you see all those different people, and 
Next thing you know, they ain't, you know, it ain't coming back towards you. You know, those, right, that's right. the worst. Right, <laughs> that's right, the worst. Right, 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 right. Loyalty. You know what I mean? You, you, you need some of that. You know what I mean? Shit. To some degree, you know, one of our favorite shows, people caught uh, all the way caught up on, that's all Snowfall is all about at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Loyalty. You know, and how he ended, he like, man, I'm trying to keep this thing together. He do have a control issue. Um, you know, but he also understand that it's just better together than it is apart, you know. So I mean the hardest what you been thinking part, about. Yeah, the hardest part within it though is um usually within a within whether it's business or friendships, you gotta have people that's willing to understand what their best role is in a situation. And you know, it doesn't whereas, you know, Leon at the beginning of the season, you know, he was trying to do his thing, but recognized he was struggling. Right. You know, Louis was, you know, when Franklin was down, you know, spoiler alert. Yeah. Was kind of running things a little bit, mm-hmm. but, you know, it was difficult when, when uh, he was gone. However, yeah. you know, they want to want to do their own thing. So you got to have, you know, people that are willing to, you know, play the part, but also, you know, kind of, you know, um, kind of be willing to understand where they're best suited. So like, like the Warriors, you know, I'm obviously huge Laker fan, but, you know, the Warriors, what made them, you know, special a couple years ago was the fact that, you know, Steph Curry, even after being the MVP was like, yo, man, Kevin Durant better than me. Uh, but I can still, I still do my thing. Right. And, you know, Clay did his thing and Draymond did their thing. Right. I, you know, whereas the Nets, uh, they playing well, but, you know, that's that's three A1 type dudes, whereas, you know, the Lakers, you know, even though LeBron Davis down um, or, you know, starting to come back, it feels like their team fits together better as a team to me. So Yeah, uh, it does. It does. You know, and I, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Nets because you know, I watched the game actually, and recently, like a full game, and I was like, you know, KD had just came back, and he wasn't playing the full load, but watching them both on the court, because James out, but KD and Kyrie on the court, they could get whatever they want individually, but they don't play no defense, and it ain't but one ball. And so it's, it's kind of like it's, it's like okay, you need some more role players out here. Now they got. Don't get me wrong. Everybody, not James Harden, not Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving, is is playing their roles. They're doing the best they can do to not mess up. They're doing all the little stuff, you know. And so that's what you need. They, so they got some role players. How good that's gonna be, and is that gonna be enough, you know? That Blake Griffin is looking decent. Now, I don't know if he was trying to look like trash. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he was trying intentionally trying to look like trash in Detroit for the past couple of years. Because I'm not just saying this season. He really been quiet. It really ain't been much. I get it. It was Detroit. But still, it ain't been a lot. But now, he look like he's fresh. He look mm-hmm. happy. Right. You know, it's something about being happy. Yeah, over there, just I ain't working hard. I'm cool with these little 15 points. The the two, but to me, the two most important players for the Nets of how far they go, 
Um, obviously, Kyrie, James Durant, they they gonna do their thing. Um, they they games on all the way match up, but but Joe Harris and Jeff Green uh, are Definitely the ones balling. because they kind of fill in those little gaps and like mm-hmm. a, and kind of like how we was talking with Snowfall is you know everybody you know Jerome and Louis you know everybody was filling their gaps. They had a nice little setup. It was you know with the people that they trusted and and everything like that. Whereas you know, you can't have three Franklins. You know, you don't step on each other, and that's right. typically what happens within certain companies, certain organizations. You know, is you know people don't have no loyalty or anything towards each other, and everybody want to. Everybody think they could be a boss, and everybody want to be a boss, and everybody want the paycheck of the boss. They don't want yeah. the responsibility of the person. But but Franklin was doing that. That was this. That's my only issue. Frank Franklin was doing that. He sat down and said, but look, here, here go your thing. Y'all can go run this thing over there. That's y'all little baby. They come out now. They don't even want to be a part of, they don't want no control or no influence from Franklin at all. I want to do everything my own way. It's like, wow, you know, I'm giving, he, he's not a bad boss to work for if I'm going to have one. You know what I mean? He, he controlling. He yeah. controlling a little bit. But, you know, he, 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 he feeds you. Oh. They got clubs, they got businesses, so he ain't like he ain't, they happy. They got whatever their interest was in. He yep. they made sure they had money to where they could have a hobby. Why are we doing our thing in the street? To me, you don't get set up like that. Nowhere. Yeah, not every everybody is, you know, not ready for, you know, everybody like the good part about being a boss. Don't nobody want that that difficult decision. Ain't nobody else was out there. I mean, obviously they all got, you know, got shot and things like that. Jerome and, you know, different right, people, right, Le- Leon, yeah, yeah. you know, they all, all been through it. But it was right. Franklin that was standing in that pool willing to get, you know, for to get a package, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a lot they don't know about yeah. at the end of the day. I mean, he looked like how he looked when he with them. See, that's the key thing. If he told them, or if he allowed them to be there, they might really try to take advantage. He's kept that all the way private. You know, Leon was a little bit with some of it till their relationship, and then he had to cut that. You know, he couldn't be the driver no more. Okay, we got fault. You know, so you you gonna get that. You're gonna get some bump ins, like you say, with your friendships and whatnot. You you know along the way, but I like how they came back. When 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 Leon said <laughs> when Leon said, uh, "Hey man, I'm thinking you know I won't get out too. I know this bad time too, but I'm thinking you know I'm a little <laughs> fucked up and you know." He said, "Well, I did everything for you. Nobody wanted me to do none of this. They said let him go, and I I went and did all this for you, and you trying to leave? Well, you better go hit the corners, run your block." Right. Well, and Leon, you know, is mainly just muscle right now. And because Franklin wholesaling, you know, he got off the got off the streets. Um, but like you said, the most important thing that Franklin got going is the fact that he's able to be different, different ways with different people, depending on the circumstance. And and that allows him to, while not, you know, he a little bit, no, a, a lot more known as you know, as being the as being that dude than what you know a lot of people I would say would prefer. 
You know, mm -hmm. if, I mean, if I if I think about it, a lot of the kingpins and stuff that I know, I mean, I guess people knew who they was, but they didn't all the way know because that mm -hmm. just opens it up for you for the you know for the for the law to to get in you and you know Franklin the law very familiar with him right now so <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, it is gonna make his his situation you know maybe not last as long yeah yeah hopefully smarten up and tighten up it look like he's gonna have, have a lot of new adjustments they're gonna have to make a lot of decisions I don't know if it, he don't seem like he letting people just walk away so we're gonna see what that's gonna look like so I'm glad well, it's, it's coming back well, the hardest the hardest thing for Franklin for the upcoming season is, you know, he had his squad for the people he trusted. You know, this upcoming, I mean, with everybody kind of stepping away, how you going to have to watch out for people in your crew and the, you know, outside crew people that's going to be trying to, you know, get the crown and everything. So that, you know, like you said, they go back to them friendships. You know, he had you know, his working relationships as well. It was with his family, his friends and everything. And he was kind of on, he didn't have to really worry about them trying to get, you know, take him out from within. Whereas, I'm not mad at it a little bit though. You know, I think they could segue into something, you know, let them go their own way. Let them get their own show. They could get get a season, you know, get do a pilot. Let's see what that looks like. I wouldn't be too mad at watching that down the line. So I can see, you already see where that kind of going a little bit. Mm. You know, and, and, and for me, let's elevate. We can elevate Leon. He's gonna he's gonna have to just own. Hey, I'm here. That's what I'm gonna do. Let me man up. Let me boss up. Have him, you know, recover off of that, you know, circumstance he had earlier in this in the season of the show. If you make him look a little more stronger, you elevate um, what the comedian? Oh, D Ray. Who, who drop? D -Ray. <laughs> I like D Ray on that. Let's D Ray Davis. Yeah, get a yeah. little more screen time now that you got Fat Boy out, you know. So I think if you could elevate them, we you don't have to introduce so many new people. Mm -hmm. You know, Scully's not dead. Spoiler alert! I don't think he's dead. <laughs> I, I mean, the way they said agreement seemed like he was able to get out of there or something. They negotiated something to keep some it's peace. Not it still seemed like how they get that man out of there. They walked in there with a shotgun. Mm -hmm. and you, you, know, you had to, you know, I mean, that's where, you know, that's going to either he, you know, I don't know, something about that. They don't have to work in the writer's room to make that make sense. Because if, if he ain't dead, then he should have been arrested. And if but he, he ain't arrested. Before that, no, because they negotiate this a small window. He was able to get out before cops got up there, before somebody, maybe somebody saw him leaving the building and somebody asked questions after looking at some tape. But I don't think people really knew he was in there. He was standing in there way too long for the hospital to even know he was. Did Jerome have blood on him or something? Like, who carried him out? Dude, fainted on the ground. Don't get me wrong. They had to figure something out. But yeah. maybe he helped wield them out or something. But they I had to so. negotiate something through in that little piece. Because what she said was, when she was talking to um, hey, we the ones who did this. We the ones who got Scully and got made that peaceful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She ain't said he did. So that's okay. why I just felt like, you know, he must still be alive to some degree. Everybody else did. You know, he ain't got nothing else to be fighting. She said that. Well, we still gonna be going back and forth. This ain't gonna never end. Let's try yeah. to, you know, it, it ain't it wasn't meant to happen. It really was an accident. You know what I mean? It wasn't part of the 
you know, you ride with a kid and you're going to pop off like that. You know what I mean? You just, yeah, you got to say that for another day, you know, but well, that ain't how that, how that went, you know, and so. Well, rest in peace, rest in peace, man, boy, brought a lot of energy to the, <laughs> brought a lot of energy to the show. I, mean, I, I really, I really like his character. I know he's doing some other things on some other shows, so hopefully yeah. he uh, continued on, but I, I thought that, you know, he, he did a very good job, you know, even if you didn't like everything he was about, I, did I think too. that, you know, I think that, you know, he was, you know, if he had issue, you know, he, he let Franklin know first. Um, yeah. And, you know, he, you know, he was, you know, when they were standing in front of things, he was like, Hey, you know what, Franklin, I knew who you was. I respected mm-hmm. that. And cause you was about that business. Now you kind of switching up, mm-hmm. you know, so you know, man boy just kind of wanted you to be one way. Now he was gonna try to he was gonna try to, you know, obviously try he to, wanted to be top. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he was a little too smart for I mean Franklin outsmarted him because uh he knew that he didn't underestimate him. And right. that that is what you know allowed that's a lot what allows Franklin to be Franklin because you know other people might have underestimated him and could have been could have been in trouble for them. Yeah, 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 man, yeah, man. So look, you brought up on um, sports, you know, real quickly. You know, what you what's your take? AD coming back or he back? You know, slowly we working him in. Um, I, I want to see some wins while we working him. Mm-hmm. Um, especially against you know, look, man, I don't want to get no playing. See, like I'm not worried or anything, but like I'm not trying to have unnecessary extra games. It's like. I, I, we want rest, <laughs> you know what them, I mean? Was, well, they need no. rest and they need them practices, right? Like, right. you know, because um, I think during the play-in tournament, the teams that's not like in that little play-in, they, you know, between that start and the beginning of the next series, you know, it might be like, you know, a week off or something, you know what I mean? So they, you know, I don't, because they play in games like every other day, you know, I don't know if they've ever even, you know, had a practice with, you know, definitely had one since Drummond been there. Um, right, so they right, just right. kind of, you know, got to fill it out. Um, I do he, like how Drummond been, though. Drummond been looking nice. He looked, you know, he read his, he read his scrap. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> with that. I, look, man, I, I like I like the energy. Like I said, man, I, I know. And then he had that whole month off, you know, right. or, or two months off. That's why, I, like, he scared me at first. He had tweaked the foot or something or he I tore said, his well, he t- tore his toenail off. I like that was like, oh my, that, yeah, that in your first game, like that don't sound that don't man, sound good I, at all. For the season, dog, I'm like that. It's one of them things that sound like uh, you know that ain't some just like if you ever mm-hmm. like cut cut your nail a little too low or what? something, you'd be like, ooh, like yeah, man, uh, uh, that skin right there, all sensitive and stuff. Hell to the that's big money. That's when you know you're making money. You get your new toenail like that. I wouldn't even know how to even go go try to get something like that. That'd be oh man. A team doctor gotta. I'd be like, right. uh, I don't even know who to see. <laughs> Do you glue right, it on? Right, right. What you... <laughs> so who who you you know what you what you thinking the chances are? I'm I'm, I'm guessing you still rocking what up. You know, of course, but but you know who you think this stiff competition in the West is? Who you think gonna come out the East? Well, you say rocking with us, dude. I understand you, a LeBron fan, but you know, you you just got on this Laker narcotic, you know, uh, what two, three years ago now. Um, hey, I, you know, I, I am a LeBron fan. You, I've been here. I've been here since birth. You know what I mean? So I, I, I uh, hear you. However, you, see, 
I, I want to tell all you all, and I have a lot of friends that's like the, the historic Laker fans. I get that. Don't get me wrong. I get that. But here go my thing. This is where we y'all didn't like LeBron. Let's call it. LeBron. I always like LeBron. Not like, like y'all. No, no, not like not like I. Like I uh, not like you. Like I appreciate it. I appreciated LeBron. Um, I you know of everything that was going on. I told you my, but I tell you what, I like the moment that LeBron became that dude for me. Like I always appreciated his game. Was that game when after he you know left Cleveland, which I'd have left Cleveland too. Um, you know, I, you leave Cleveland that first game back. It was early in the season. They booing and throwing batteries and acting a fool and the mm. owner writing his letter and that right. boy gave, came out there and gave them the business and was mm. telling them about it too. I was like, oh, that's, I I, I can rock with that dude because, yeah. you know, um, like I said, I, I, I always appreciate his Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, that, I, and I think them. that's different. I think, yeah, no, you never not, you're not one of them. You've never been a hater. You know, you, you, you make people earn it, and he had to earn it. You know, don't get me wrong, and you looking for intangibles and whatnot. So, no, I definitely know you. You looking at character and, and, and how you handle your business on the court and, and and whatnot. So, you know, you you good judge the character that way. You know, especially in your your, your players. You know, kind of like I was witnesses. when I when I went <laughs> when I did the the James Harden prediction. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I, yeah, you you was right, you was right. I was. Man. I I I I don't know if I've actually verbalized that to you, but I didn't think that James at that time was going to turn into what he became. And you said that uh, he could. I was like, eh, you know, he'd been like the sixth man on 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 OKC. Mm-hmm. He'd been he's a good player, right. but I I'm not gonna act like. And I don't know if you saw this. I think you said that he could be. But that dude got there and, you know, became maybe, you know, third, fourth best shooting guard of all time. I mean, I mean, you yeah, know, I don't know where we was arguing top 10 back then. And that's yeah. all. I think that's how it was. I just thought he was in the top 10 at the time. I, that's all, based on just what he was doing, even though it was coming off the bench. It was just all he needed was the time like he had it. It was just so loaded in the structure of their team. And he was just comfortable doing that he, he was coming off the bench but he was finishing games it wasn't like he was leading the league in free throw attempts in the fourth quarter <laughs> it was just back then coming off the bench for me i was like i was just looking at that. i was like okay he, he getting to the hole you know they never played defense but do you think okc wins the title if they had moved Russ instead of Harden and kept KD and James together. I would have moved Serge. I would have moved Serge. I always said that. I would have I moved Serge. I'm hauling on the Russ, KD, and I'm definitely holding on to James. You fill in some Nick Collisons and some... You had it. <laughs> you, you had it. And yeah, then you what could... you didn't know, the funny part is what they didn't even know they had was you ain't need the three-point shooting because you had that. You get enough three-point with James and KD, sprinkling whatever you get from Russ. Well, I guess the thing – I guess – so I think in order for that situation to work the best, I really like Russ, right? I do. If, if James – do you think that James and Russ um, – do you think that team would have been better if basically the ball was in James' hand instead of Russ? 
right? Like, well, I mean, KD, he kind of, he can get lost a little bit. And he, you look up, and he got 32. You'd be like, God, oh, man, what happened? Yeah. But, um, but the ball, like, Russ is a, you know, his, his personality, his game is, is loud. It's a loud game. Whereas, you know, KD's is a little quieter. Whereas, you know, but I feel like maybe if they knew what they had with Harden, they might have been able to, you know, flip Russ for something, you know, for a lot of those role players. And I, I don't know if they give up that, uh, you know, 3-1 uh, plus up, fifth, you know, 14-15 against the Warriors. You know, I think that, you know, Russ was kind of, you know, they, they struggled a little bit in, in those games that they could have closed out the Warriors, which eventually led – I think that also frustrated KD the way that playing with Russ a little bit, right? Which which eventually led to them leaving. I don't know if they got that problem with James, and clearly he didn't have a problem with it because he wanted him back. So you're right, right, right. I mean, I think they just want to win. I think I think them boys understand not playing hard. Like I don't think they be they don't be running up and down the court like talking about. Like they be jogging, son. They don't be full. At least right now it ain't playoff ball, so they just jogging up and down the court. He just he's doing running floaters. That's all KD was shooting. Running floaters that yeah. nobody could block, nobody could contend, nobody trying though. He go this piece. People scared to play him. So I can't I can't believe that he didn't came back balling the way he has after that Achilles, which hopefully Clay can do the same. Cause that man was I don't balling. think they playing against him hard. That's what I'm saying. Watch next time you watch a game. They're not guarding him like all in his face. I think they scared to like because he jump when he shoot. So you I think, think people, I don't think they want to be under him. He, you, of right. course, you're gonna get a call, but yeah. I think it's different if you the one who calls him to hurt himself again. You think the you think all right, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. They you think his folks is like, look, we ain't gonna beat the Lakers, right? But you know, the only team that might is, you know, a team with KD, you know, or we ain't going to beat LeBron because, you know, hell, it, without the Warriors, LeBron might have like seven championships, right? Like, or he might have six going for, you know, Tom Brady number seven. For sure. You know, and then, so then they're like, look, you know, we can't take this man out. Like, as soon as KD go down, LeBron pick up another chip. Not to say that, you know, I mean, that Warriors team was unfair. Right. Like it was it was just unfair. That's why LeBron don't really catch no heat, in my opinion, or shouldn't catch no heat about the the only series LeBron, you know, can catch a little heat for is that Mavericks one. Besides that, he been that dude for that long. Everything else he been people got hurt, you know. When you get Kyrie get banged on, then you get Kevin Love get a little banged on, but then you try to come, you know, and he was dominant though. Right, and he was extra dominant with 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 trash. Yeah, Della Vadova out here selling jerseys off some bull. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Thank you for noticing. Like I said, you always give me credit. So not like that, but do, who do you think gonna give us a chance? I'm thinking we repeating as long as we come back healthy. I like the rest, so I'm cool with that. I think they're gonna figure the rest of that stuff out. I just hope we don't get no crazy seating where we got to really work crazy hard, hard. But I'm not really nervous about nobody. Denver having tons of injuries right now, unfortunately. It would have been nice to see what they could have did healthy. Phoenix look good, but they're young. I'm not worried. The way the Nets beat them, the Nets just kind of show how to beat them. And if Book ain't shooting 50 points, it ain't 
that bad, and Chris Paul's still older. So, I mean, he's yeah, balling, he's cooking, but I'm not worried that much about no senior. They I'm not worried about none of them. I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm not worried about none of the top, you know, top, you know, four out the West. The only team that I, you know, I don't want to say nervous, but I say, hey, look, you know, that is, is you know, it's the Clippers. If, you know, Kawhi and George and, you know, you get a little playoff Rondo after being on the squad with the Lakers, he's going to, you know, know the calls, know the plays. Oh, you know, know everything. You know, know all that stuff, which, you know, most of them players do anyway. Um, at that point in time, it just come down to execution. But right. at the end of the day, and they don't, out. you know. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know if uh, playoff P, <laughs> he's been playing, he's been playing well, but you, you know, if he, you know, he, if he's going to clang it off the side of the backboard or, you know, whatever. But it seemed like, um, that's the only team, and I would like to see them in the conference finals. I don't really want to see them early, so we get more time to gel. In the yeah. East Coast, I don't um, – so it's interesting because it's easy to say the Nets, and when you see the Nets and they rolling, that thing rolling. Like, right, right, um, right, right. But I think they're going to have – I think, you know – Well, who gives them the gonna, best chance? I mean, we know they're what everybody thinks, you know, but who you think – in the East can can, can contend because I think a lot of them down a chance they got to get high because because the Nets don't play no defense. Yeah, I think the I think the the Sixers because the Nets ain't got no answer for Embiid. I mean, they gonna try to roll out DeAndre Jordan or you know whatever that looked like, right. um, you know, and he ain't been playing that level of minutes. So that means right. you know. I mean, what you gonna have KD guarding Embiid or something? You know, like I mean, they, no, they Jeff gonna put Green or something. Boy. Yeah, they gonna put <laughs> yeah. everybody who's not a main person. Yeah, that that's be, that's, cause, that's cause gonna he, be a problem. Bangs and be and be bangs. He he put their body on. He won't dunk on you like yeah. He not yeah. and I ain't mad at that. Like he play aggressive, so you know I think, you need a body for that. I think the Bucks, the Sixers, and the and the Nets are the the legit, and I don't know if the I think the Nets if they gotta face one or both of those coming out, that's gonna be uh, a problem because the Bucks are lucky to be under the radar right now. When they had all the kind of the pressure, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's been you know that was different. I think Drew Holiday was a you know good pickup. I think they you know PJ Tucker he coming on strong you know, right now. He comes yeah. PJ still figuring his role over there a little bit. I watched a little bit of that too. He, he's still kind of figuring out. He's not all the way clicking with him. Um, Holiday, he finally seemed like he clicking. Now they letting him run the ball more. They letting um, Middleton play off and just catch and shoot. So Middleton was like that. They don't care no more. They getting checked. So the um, but the other players, you know, that's you know, like Chris Middleton and Tobias Harris are gonna be what. If, if the Nets go down, if, you know, obviously Embiid going to be dominant, right, or something like that, or Giannis going to be dominant because, you know, they both big, big, bigger than anything the Nets really rolling out there. So they can, you know, if the Nets got to face both, that's going to be tough. If they got to face one, they might be able to beat one. But if they got to face both, that's going to be – See, that's what you know. I think is going to – if the Lakers, can, you know, not lose too much traction – and they're seeding. I think and the Nets gonna have to go. I think the Celtics are gonna be trouble for anybody. They're they're not gonna be easy. Tatum is balling. I think Miami is gonna be 
I mean, they're not going to be an easy out just because I think they play hella defense and they can shoot threes, and Jimmy do not care. Jimmy talking about, hey, y'all some punks, y'all, we need to step up. We, I thought we supposed to play some more aggressive ball here defensively. So that's they talking that talk. So I think the East is going to be easier to – I mean, excuse me, I think the East is going to be harder to get out of, and the Nets – whatever they have to deal with with coming right. out of that is going to be right. more difficult. Like I said, the Lakers, I'm, I'm not really scared about the Jazz. I'm not worried about the Nuggets, really. Um, you know, you got to keep your eyes on a Portland. I'm not really worried about Phoenix, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the Mavericks. And, you know, like, so at the end of the day, um, you got to worry about the Clippers and, you know, don't get, don't just don't let them, you know, trailblazers or somebody get hot. Or, right, you know, right, 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 and, right. If Jamal Murray was still in, then mm-hmm. I was. Oh, they've been yeah. hot too. They were yeah. hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Joker but... been balling. He might get the MVP. You know. Yeah, for sure. You know. So okay. So you know, small football talk. I don't really talk about this when basketball on, but you know, you're a diehard Cowboys fan. Y'all finally gave Dak his money. You know how you feel. And who y'all gonna draft since y'all got? You know what you think y'all need because y'all could go so many ways. Um, you know, what you think y'all need since the draft coming up? Um, you know, we need corners and safeties. Uh we 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 be struggling with, with that, getting passed on. I'm happy that man got his money, especially considering the injury and everything like that. But you know, they also didn't have a better option. You know, you out there <laughs> looking at Andy Dalton and you know, <laughs> I I can't believe that boy starting for the Bears. If I was the Bears, bro, if I was a Bears fan, I'm I'm not, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, shoot. Now, um, if if you know, I think I think Dak is, is very good. Um, however, you know, I will be probably one of the few people that feels like that the Cowboys, although you know they was rolling with Dak back in the back in the you know, in that first year, I think that Tony Romo was the better option against like that Green Bay in which they lost, or I think it was Green Bay, um, where they end up losing. Um, I know he had been hurt. I just feel like that in in that situation, they probably Romo was the better player, but they couldn't, you know, they had so much momentum and things like that that they couldn't really make the move. And they was, you know, they had their little marketing with, you know, Zeke and and Dak with the two one four and everything like that, but at, you know, long. All that being said, I'm happy he got his money. Uh, you know, it, it, it they shouldn't they shouldn't have taken that long, and mm-hmm. he made them pay for it. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, don't you know if if you if you have you a star player, you know, take care of them because take care of them early. Take, take care of them inflation. early. <laughs> inflation, baby. And then you just get pissed off people, right? Like if right. you, you know, you can think about that in business, right? If you, if you got somebody, you know, that uh, is making a good amount, but then they over, you know, over, uh, you know, do expectations and then, and they still ain't got it. Oh, when it's time to come back up, they got, not only did they have the proof that they overdid everything and far exceeded the expectations, but now they got attitude, right? right, right <laughs> and they, right. and they, you know, and and that's where Dad got them, you know. Now, yeah. um, the, and because they didn't have a choice, and they clearly saw what what else to, you know. I mean, the, people thought Andy Dalton was a good backup, and the Cowboys went from 
they might have been losing and got off to a slow start, but at least they was interesting. They went mm-hmm. to some uninteresting <laughs> ball last year. I was like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I hey. knew it was difficult for y'all. So that's okay. why I'm asking you saying corners and safeties. You think y'all got a high pick in the first round? I mean, what you, you know, what you think, not the highest, of course, but I mean, you know, you think like y'all on the corner safety? Yeah, I mean, you think you're on corner safety that high? Uh, if there's, I think that boy out of Alabama, uh, Patrick Sertan, uh, okay. you know, okay. I think if they, you know, if he's as legit, if he's a legit, you know, corner, I mean, sometimes them Alabama corners don't, uh, you know, do all that in the league. Right. And y'all know? went, y'all did that with a uh, LSU corner too back in the day. Yeah. And uh, that yeah. didn't work out too hot either. So right. I right. I ain't had the best picking, you know, of picking that type of position, you know, that early of a pick, so that's why I just kind of, yeah, you know, it, threw me off. Gotta, he retracted y'all, and he, I liked him at LSU, but he, yeah, Mo Claiborne, Mo yeah. Claiborne, yeah. So, um, I, I think corner safety. I mean, we got pretty good linebackers. You know, I pass rush. You know, D tackles. You can kind of find some like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we got some receivers. Um, you know, Zeke. You know. Um, uh, so corner safeties and some offensive line. So Dallas ha- have been living off that offensive line for a long time. Then the boys right. start getting older and they hurt, you know, mm-hmm. and hurting, right? So, right. you know, if they can get them some nice, nice little, you know, players, they can, you know, even if they come back, they can't, the people that fill in can't be just garbage. Right, know, right, 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 Need some, that, some substitutes that can really do, do their job and hold, hold it down. At least be, you know, if a person miss a game here or there, that at least right, be right. adequate. You know, them right, boys. Right. Yeah, you saw what happened with Mahomes. His his tackles went down, and he was running for his life. Right, 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 right. And so, they just made that trade too. You know, yeah. to to go get um guy from Seahawks, Baltimore, right? Baltimore, yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore. Mm-hmm. To yeah. get up upgrade day line, I'm like, damn. See, look, anybody willing willing to spend a couple of dollars. I mean, you you can get a you can get good bang, good good return for your investment. I mean, well, you it, can't it spend all that money. Time. You can't spend all that money on Mahomes and then expect him to run for his life. He ain't Michael Vick out there, you know. Right. What I mean, like, right, right. You know, and and kind of the same thing with Dak, right? You can't uh, give Dak all this money. He come. I mean, I, I'll say this: if he ain't skittish you know maybe he should be considering his foot was turned the other way or whatever that was i mm-hmm. i know i i wouldn't be you know feeling it every quarterback when they get hurt brady did the same thing when he got hurt they was a little you know a little bit more jumpy in that pocket mm-hmm. you know at the beginning then they kind of get back used to it yeah but, but that takes you know, time yeah yeah so i'd be you know i you know i i don't blame it so you know i would say corners safeties and O-line should be the theme of the draft. You know, they got decent linebackers. You know, right. D, D-line, you know, with, um, you know, Lawrence and some of them boys is all right. Um, I, they receivers is good. You know, Amari too up and down. But, you know, they, as a trio, they they good receivers. You don't really need to waste a lot of time there. So, you know, now if that if that boy Kyle Pitts just so happened to fall, that tight end. Oh, yeah. oh man, you're on. Love him some piss if he if yeah. he would love to get. I mean, I don't know if you need offensive weapons even more. I get it, I understand it a little bit, but you know, yeah. I mean, he he seemed like a generational 
But yeah, you never yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, you they always got good tight ends, you know. And but you, you can up, find tight ends anytime, really. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. You know, but if he if he turned out to be the dog he been and mm-hmm. he, they like his swag and how he talk that talk, yeah. Hey, he, he could be something. He, you know, but you yeah. you you bring up, you know, a few few different times already, you know, business, business. And you know, that's what we I think we've always talked about a lot, most of our friendship. I think, you know, when we first was kind of really coming in into some things, making decisions financially, you know, um, we were doing that a- around the same time. And, you know, I think that kind of, you know, you definitely helped, you know, keep me motivated and, you know, it was always good to bounce things off of you and, you know, and whatnot. So, you know, with what you do, the marketing genius, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I know I, I saw y'all had just y'all got this new trend, um, you know, marketing trend going on. And I really wasn't, you know, wanted to talk about it because it's really inspiring to a lot of people, you know. Um, and I like how y'all do the product placement and whatnot, but for good reasons and you know, to bring awareness to the epidemic in the black community you know y'all did the health equity and advocacy project you know can you just tell me a little bit about that how they kind of came about yeah so you know how it came about was um i you know i'm i've been in the business game i've been in the in the product world for for a while i mean when i you know first got out of school worked for walgreens and and on the other side been on the sales side of the business you know uh, on the corporate offices they're trying to get products placed within different things but to me as I've gotten better and better at the job it also allowed me to take you know really things that were close to me and be able to try to take that to to my bosses and my company and say hey look you know I have I have an idea here you know it was me and this this other lady that was on um that was within my organization and he said, look, not everybody, you know, it was a lot of racial injustice and everything. And not everybody can be, you know, Pepsi and Coke and say, hey, we'll write, you know, a million dollar check or right, right, $10 million right. dollar check or, you know, whatever it is. And at the end of the day, you know, who all that goes to, how helpful it is, you know, I, I hope I hope that they're doing what they say that they're doing. Um, right. You know, um, they put a lot of exposure to it. I believe that they I believe that they are and I believe that they will. Um, but for me, what I wanted to look at with my company was how can we take something that we do? We sell a lot of vitamins, you know, the company I work for is called Nordic Naturals and we, we got, you know, vitamins all over the place, but I wanted to say, Hey, what is something, how can I affect change, you know, within the things that we do, but our company is not the most, you know, um, I would say the the company that's gonna be out there on the front lines in that way, and even myself. I mean, I wasn't necessarily out there protesting, even though mm-hmm. I, be, you know, I strongly believe in everything that that stands for. Right, it's right. just you know, I think you got to have different styles of Correct. how different people do it. And mm-hmm. if I have uh, you know people with resources here, then you know how can I how can I have impact another way? Because right, you got, right, right. You got, you, you got your street soldiers. Sometimes you got to have your business soldiers, and mm-hmm. you got you know you got your your Play, everybody activists. Playing their roles. That's what everybody, everybody, everybody playing, playing their roles. You know your role. I ain't I ain't on the protest. Me either. You right. know, but if I could do some things at work, you know, if I could do something with them, family and friends, if I could, 
you know, inspire or if I could, you know, the podcast, if I could have different areas and avenues that I'm also comfortable in, you know, I mean, it's, it's really based on growing up and what your exposure level is and, you know, what you cool with your safety, you know, at the end of the day and being around some of that stuff ain't, ain't the most comfortable all the time, you know, for me, right. you know, so I'm, I'm completely with you on, on that. So that's, so, that's, that's amazing in here. So what, so basically what happened was I spoke with, you know, I was speaking with some of the people on my education team and they were saying about how, you know, um, there's a, there's a shortage in vitamin D deficiency, you know, among, you know, with people. And then we tried to drill it down. Right. And then it was, it's a vitamin D deficiency with, you know, black people, not because of anything just by nature essentially what it is is that you know the melanin in our skin is acts as like a sunscreen or a variant to the sun is which in which most people get their um they they get their vitamin d right Mm. so the way that that so it was nothing that we did that was i mean it's nothing that you know black people did but for every, you know, 15 minutes that a black person might be out or a white person might be outside, it, t- it might, for the same amount of vitamin D, it might take a black person 45 minutes to, to synthesize it. Well, mm. you might, if you ain't outside as long, then you're, you're not processing the same, you're not processing the same way. And then when you start looking at the benefits of vitamin D, it's things, it helps with your immune system for response to bacteria and viruses. I'm not mm. going to say that, you know, it's um, preventative, you know, or anything like that for some of the, you know, pandemic things, um, because, you know, that's, you know, that's, there's a lot of studies and things that have linkages to that. I'm not going to say that, but, you know, your brain, your liver, uh, your lungs and heart, you know, your kidney, um, your reproductive organs. So you say, hey, you know what, vitamin D comes from all those things. Um, is disproportionately affecting black people mm-hmm. and you know how do we go about getting this message out there um, you know for you know for people because it was nothing that anyone did wrong it was just the part of the reason we don't get sunburned as easy mm-hmm. is the same reason we might not process it the same way so gotcha. it's you know it's it's a very beneficial thing. everybody know about it and aware about it and that's what y'all being able to bring a little bit more awareness to. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it, yeah it's all about awareness. Um, I'm not saying that you know all products are the same or you know are different or that way. For me, this particular uh, project was strictly about awareness and, mm-hmm. and and trying to help our people during a time in which there's a lot going on, and you know you don't necessarily want to be going to the doctors for. You know, not only because they, doctors got a lot going on right now. It's going to be some long waits, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you can increase your, you know, your immune system and things like that with, with something that's relatively not that expensive, then, I, um, you know, as we start doing the stats, you know, 82% of, of Black Americans are deficient in vitamin D, you know. So right, it's, like, right, right. it's like, wow, how do we, you know, how do we go about you know, trying to make people aware uh, of this. And that's that's really what it's about. Good, good, good. Hey, you know, and you growing up, and like I said, we really, you know, lived by each other, was always with each other for years. 
you know, and so when you been in this field, you were always traveling, crazy traveling, you know, so uh, I mean, like, the only friend I had that were, was going three, four days out of every week on a flight around everywhere, you know, and I, you know, always thought that was cool, you know. I still think about doing that, you know, in my profession at times, you know, I got to change some stuff around, but I, I you know, <laughs> do that. But, I, you know, I've always thought that if, if an opportunity presented itself, I, I would I would do that. Not long term, but like I don't mind being in hotels and I don't really get homesick like that. So, you know, but because of, you know, the pandemic and whatnot. And I know y'all haven't been traveling like me and you both have always worked from home when you weren't traveling, you was at home working. So, you know, how has the travel aspect of just working? Because just like me, I haven't stopped working. It hasn't really affected anything outside of just the traveling aspect um, at my job as well. So, you know, how has that been? And, you know, do y'all think y'all going to be picking back up anytime soon? I'm just curious. And, you know, just from a traveling aspect. I think that the way that people are going to do business is going to become a little bit more hybrid. So I don't believe that I will be traveling in the way in which I was. I think that there are certain things that people uh, feel like, hey, you know what, we can do this over Zoom. We, mm -hmm. um, I think companies also realize, hey, you know what, we save a lot of money on traveling expenses right now. Um, and you know, yeah, we might pay a little bit extra to some folks on some internet expenses, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for maybe we got them a little faster internet or upgrade them or something like that, but, uh, for little boosters and stuff. But at the end of the day, I do think that, uh, most business are done by people. So you have to have a people business. Now I was lucky enough for basically 10 years to travel and develop a lot of relationships that in which I could pick up the phone or have emails that are responded to, um, you know, from everyone from, you know, Target to CVS to Walgreens to- Well, you could tap you know, back into without having you could, to make- Without having to travel as much. Now, if I was just entering this business yeah. and no one, and, and no one know who's, know, know who I was, and I'm trying to, you know, trying to get someone's attention and mm -hmm. they and they don't know you, I think that that's going to be very difficult. But like you said, right. the people- you know, people buy from people, people buy from companies that they feel like have uh, a connection with them, or they just have a really good product. It's yep. typically, you know, one of those, one of those two reasons. If, if somebody is relationships and, you know, so with that, from a travel perspective, I think that the pandemic has, you know, changed up how people are going to travel um, mm -hmm. for work. Um, I believe that's going to change for me. I think that there's some things that people like, you know, sometimes we can knock out this meeting, you know, 45 minutes to an hour over, you know, Zoom, and I don't have to fly three hours plus, you know, two, you know, plus right, be there right, for right. a day or two, that sort of thing. So, right, right, um, right. I will miss like that more because, flexibility, though. Yeah. The miles and points definitely, <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely, I got a lot of a lot of good trips off of when my, uh, high, when my highest status uh went down i was just i almost lost my mind man like i could have <laughs> cried like i had the points but when you just because of the activity you just don't mm -hmm. have man i still got like my southwest um status right now but because they extended it another year but 
Um, yeah, I'm I think I'm gonna get I'm gonna get that back. I'm gonna get that back this year. I'm gonna get that back this summer. But so American kept mine. But I mean, just think of it like this. I would say 95, 90 to 95% of the flights I was on for the past three or four years, I was in first class. Um right. because of the because of the status and that's gonna be gone. Like they extended yeah. it this year, but after next year, um, you know, I'm not gonna be able to I can't keep up with that rate anymore. And I and it's right. that's a tough journey to go back. <laughs> <laughs> be regular getting in the airport and everything in the line. Yeah, buddy. You know, I used to be able to just walk through, walk up to the line. I had to I could get there 45 minutes before the flight. You were always pushing it, pushing yeah. it right before. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, leave. Yeah. I I live. I used to live forty five minutes away from the airport, and I wouldn't leave my house sometimes before an hour. 30. I know. I'm like, yeah. you're not right. You'll be leaving my house sometimes. Like, yeah, I'm about to go to the airport. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, I and you know me, I'm early birds. So I'm like, they say two hours. I'd be there two hours. Me, you'd be like, I just need forty five minutes, and and some of that's including drive time. And I'm like, drive time and parking. Yeah, I'm like, nah, bro. But you know, to be honest. With you, you didn't travel with nothing but like a briefcase or one little, you know, bag. You didn't, you didn't have, you weren't gone for long, so you weren't taking a lot of stuff. So, I mean, it's way different. See, that's why, like, me now, even when I'm traveling for personal reasons, like, I want everything in my, in my backpack and I want everything in the carry on. If I got to put something else in a bigger bag, like, I don't even like check bags, no, Mm -hmm. I want, I want access to my stuff, I want to roll through. And when you can move like that, you got TSA pre-check because I've always had that, you know, but you go through the thing. Yeah, I'm smooth sailing. You just got to know the rules. Like, people act brand new when they go to the airport yeah. every time. Like, it's like, hold on. Come on. We didn't did this enough. Y'all know how to move. You know what you're supposed to be wearing. You know it's, you ain't supposed to have nothing on. Like, come on. It's crazy when, the you know, when you when I was traveling like that and then I would go on a trip with somebody or something and, mm-hmm. you know, they they moved a little different. You know, even my oh, daughter. They ain't got the you status know. you got? Oh, or, or uh, even with my daughter, she, I remember one time, you know, she, I was like, look, you know, do that, you know, she, you know, she was 12, 13, like, hey, look, you know, I'm not uh, overseeing everything you're doing, packing this bag, you know, like, you, you know what you need, you know what you bring, we're going to be gone for four days, mm-hmm. do what you do. And we yep. get there, and you got some some hair lotion in this trap. I was like, we ain't checking no bag. <laughs> and, right. and they throw, and they throw your shit away. Uh, and be like, and, and then you be sour. I'll be like, look, you know, and then I and I'm sour because I'm like, I told you, I told you not to try to bring this mm-hmm. right now. Um, you know, if you do put in a little two ounce bottle, hit a two ounce bottle, you didn't want to listen. Well, it's yeah. going away now, so uh, and, and now you you slowed up the time. Because right. now they're going through your bag and pull you off to the side. Right, right, right. You know, the, the forty five minutes you had pushing through the airport. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. smoothness. That was smooth yeah, transition. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now you you throwing wrinkles in in, right. in, the, in the flow of how I'm trying to move to the airport. So now I'm with you. Hey, look, you you took a recent trip. Um, you know, we ain't talk about where, but how was that? You know, what I mean, it was personal, of course, but you know. How was just traveling like that, you know, with the, during this this time? I mean, uh, you know, did so, you feel different or anything? Well, so like I said, I still had my status and whatnot. So what I was able to do was, um, I was I booked me a trip. I said, oh, um, since I got all these points and stuff, mm-hmm. and they just upgrade you, I'm I'm gonna try to limit my risk because it's only two seats, you know, next to each other in first class. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there, or I went on a trip with my daughter, and it's just mm-hmm. me and her. I, I was like, oh, this is straight, right? Whereas, you know, you, see, you start seeing people kind of bunched up together, and it's no more that, you know, leave the middle seat open. Them airplanes trying to get their money. Them planes was packed. And mm-hmm. so you got, you know, I had, you got your mask on and everything, and mm-hmm. you're just trying to breathe. I think that your um, anxiety, your mental, yeah. just kind of be worse. Uh, about it you know verse but you know everything was cool now i tell you what is if you go out the country the number mm-hmm. one thing and i hadn't had a shot before or nothing is you got to have a positive i mean you got to pass your test or so a negative test um to get back in and mm-hmm. you know you you can try to you know do all the have all the fun you want and and everything and then you better make sure you pass them <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you and then you come back and you're like, oh man, uh, and, and, and that's a that's a nervous feeling there, boy, because yeah, yeah. You, you you know, and that to me was the probably most stressful part. Everything else is about how it was gonna be. It's just you know people with masks and you know they they ain't giving you you know drink service and stuff like like they'll give you some you know bottles of water and in a bag with some you know hand wipes and. They yeah, try. Yeah. They try. Yeah, they try. What they, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I figured. I mean, look, I didn't got my shots. You got, you got both yours here. Man, I got the, I got both, and I got that second one on Saturday, and I, I didn't feel anything on the first one. Yesterday, mm. I was tired, right? Mm. So, um, I was tired. Uh, I had a little chills in the morning. So, but it was about 12 hours. So my, uh, the first day, didn't feel a thing. Started about 5 a.m. with the chills. And then by mm-hmm. about five o'clock, the next, uh, about five o'clock that, you know, afternoon, evening, you know, I felt fine. But, you know, I was sleepy. And, mm-hmm. you know, what's funny is, is that, you know, my wife, she had her second shot and she didn't have any symptoms. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting up here. So I'm like, man, you know, I got the chills. I got the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm sleepy, and I, and then she kind of like looking at me. I'm like, man, you ain't got no respect for my, for my symptoms right now because, because <laughs> you didn't, you didn't have it, which I think right. is the same thing as, you know, which probably I feel like made the whole thing with COVID worse. Is you had some people that had symptoms, you had other people that didn't. Right. If, right. if everybody was sick once they had it, nobody would go get it you know, then people would have been stayed at the crib yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like they, they would, you know, like, oh, or, or if they know that they sick, they, you know, they ain't going to feel like doing nothing or nothing like that. You know, people had it and didn't know it. And, you know, they out and about. Um, and I think that's what made the, made it spread the way that it did far more than mm-hmm. everyone else. Gotcha. 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 So, Hey bro, you know, you mentioned just taking a trip with Jalen. Um, you know, and y'all experiences in the airport, you know, but I want to congratulate you. You just had a beautiful baby girl, um, you know, and I'm just happy for you, man. You're starting over. That. You know, I know you got a 14-year-old, I believe she is now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to start fresh again, you know, had to be, you know, some nervousness, of course. Yeah. Um. You know, I think you know. I'm. You know, if I ever head that way too, you know, like 
it's some thoughts I've had. You know, we've had these talks, you know what I mean? Years going about what ifs and all that on my side, your side, um, throughout our friendship, you know. So just how has it been? You know, how have you felt? You know, congrats. Yeah. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. It's something that, that I was definitely excited about at the same time. You know, she was born uh, seven weeks early. So kind of the whole thing of that took it in overdrive. So I was, you know, there's there's nervousness, there's anxiousness, and there's certain things in which um, that when it's there's seven weeks early, um, like feedings and things like that, that take a little bit more time, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you really have to you know, use your patience um, and, and they, you know, how um, they say, hey, look, in order for them to get their weight up, you have to uh, feed them every, you know, two to three hours. Well, it, you know, it might take them, you know, 45 minutes to, you know, to um, eat and you got to kind of sit there with them because one of the things, like the last two, two things that really happen within that, within the term, within development over the last couple of weeks are kind of like their, I guess their uh, you know, esophagus and stomach, um, the, way, the way that that deals with like acid reflux and hiccups and things like that, as well as, you know, certain motor skills. So, you know, when the kids are starting to, starting to eat a little bit, you know, they, she wants to eat fast and then she ends up with the hiccups and then you sit in there and it's, you know, like I said, it's a, it's a cycle, which, you know, some of that if with babies that are all the way to term, they don't have to worry about that as much with the hiccups you know it, it happens but mm-hmm. sometimes in the developmental stages according to the doctors those are some of like those those last fine tune there's nothing wrong with her it's right, just right, that right, right. it's just that you know it might take a little bit longer so that requires you to be up you know again right. every, every <laughs> two right. to three hours now my wife and i what worked for us like we tried to do everything together at the beginning yeah. because you know you don't want to uh, feel like you doing something and you look over and you see your wife sleep or your husband sleep, right, you know, right, right, and, right, and, right. and feel like, man, I'm doing everything. And right, right, what right, you, right. you know, that you, you're trying to uh, avoid that. But what ended up happening was, is that that was not working for us because mm-hmm. then you got two people working off, you know, an hour and a half, two hours sleep at a time. You know, I could go back to sleep. Maybe she couldn't go back to sleep and you end up just kind of, you know, snipping at one another Whereas for just efficiency purposes, yeah, you know, that's, efficiency that's purposes. for better planning for, for people to get a, a few more hours of consistent sleep. You yeah, it's all to just get right now until it gonna go. It gonna mm-hmm. you gonna make adjustments some more times if it's needed. You know what I mean? So that's good to hear. Though I mean, it's to make that adjustment to, to have that. You know, um, so early on, y'all 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 ready already? You know, I mean, and you already gotta you know beautiful 14 year old you know what i mean and y'all been doing your thing you know great foundation with the family and and you know helping out and whatnot so i mean that's good to hear man it's very different because you know at the 14 i was i was really young and we went you know wasn't together and things like that at that time so it just is a very different uh situation than now so that's a you know the the process of how you go about different things is definitely, definitely different for, you know, um, the situation is different. I mean, that's and what helps something. Jay, that, what helps you out too is Jalen, she, she already knew, went through this with her mom. So mm-hmm. 
you coming in is after the fact it's lightweight man. you know what i mean so now that's an extra little burden you you know you it wasn't something that was quick and she's older she's more responsible you know so i'm pretty sure she's also excited and, and happy mm-hmm. too you know so that that's just i saw the pictures every you know um that y'all had posted a while back you know you know everything looked nice and, and whatnot so that, that's i'm glad glad to hear that yeah, her, you know, it was like you said, it's definitely different because, you know, her mom had just just had a, a baby not too long ago. So, she, you know, and, and the key is to, you know, with the 14 year old is to give that reinforcement like, look, hey, you know, I'm still here for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we still love, you know, we still love you. We still don't do stuff. You know, it's it's not a you getting replaced and, right. you know, it's situation. A it's an addition. Right, right. And right, that's, right, right. that to me is important to make sure that, you know, um, people understand that because that's, that's the thing. And the reason I understand that is because that's what happened with me is um, I think I was 13 when, and my father um, had my brother with my stepmom mm-hmm. and, you know, um, when I was in eighth grade. So I had experience and he, you know, he used to, you know, still do stuff with me and everything like that right. at that point in time. So I did have the experience of that with my father compared to um, maybe someone else. If I, if I didn't, you know, you can get so focused on a baby that you, mm-hmm. you know, think that a 14-year-old can fend for themselves, but they got right. feelings and emotions too. And so. you can talk to your daughter that way because you've been through that as well. So, I mean, that, that was a question I had to, you know, because of just, my circumstance, you know, is like, okay, down the line, I mean, that's what that's going to be, you know, so it's kind of one of them things, you know, I wonder how my daughter is going to be, you know, I'm very protective of her with that, I've always been like that, that is just a rule of mine, it's not until I feel like she's going to be ready to handle it, you know, that I'm going to be ready to give it to, you know, and that's just where I'm at, um, with the, it don't stop much, but mm-hmm. you know, at the beginning. But how how was it for you? Just if you can recall, you know, um, in general, you know, just ha- going through just the, the transition, new people coming around, you know, kind of thing. They both been with their significant others for a long time, so you know, this is not new, you know, yeah. now at this point. But I mean, just like back then, you know, when it was you were younger. Yeah. So with. Um... I, I was my my parents split when I was like three, and I don't really I don't remember anything about it. And I think it might have been earlier than three. I don't remember I don't remember anything about it. Um, I do remember it with you know my step parents. Um, they both got remarried at different points in time. My mom got remarried when I was like you know six, and my dad maybe when I was like ten, eleven, somewhere around in there. And there's always gonna be you know differences um, with you know, your mom, your dad, your, your stepmom, stepdad, or different people that they're seeing. And at first you can kind of be like, oh, this is cool. And then you kind of like, wait a minute, why are they telling me what to do? Because at the beginning, they always going to try to ingratiate themselves, which, you know, it's just, just the part of it. Then as time go on, it's, hey, I need you to, you know, take care of all this lawn stuff and water these, you know, do all these plants <laughs> and do all this stuff. You're like, wait a minute now, this, this ain't really the same. I need you to edge off this yard and stuff. And then, <laughs> right, you know, right, and, right. and then, so, but 
um, for me, what happened was that, you know, there was, it was always a mutual respect, but both of my parents were, were so involved that both my step parents really kind of took a background supportive role. Mm -hmm. But at what I've learned as I've gotten older is that there were certain things in which they each might've helped with that might've been important at the time that was, that was necessary. Like but on example, the back end. On the back, you know, kind of, mm -hmm. kind of supportive role. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like, you know, so like I said earlier, when I had, you know, when I had my uh, daughter, I was 19 at the time going on 20, but you know, I was 19 when I told my mom and my mom was, you know, not happy. Uh, but during this time, apparently, you know, as I've learned later, my stepfather in that situation was very uh, influential in kind of mm. helping my mom through that, you know, kind of through that process. Whereas maybe not a lot was said to me, you know, like I said, I always had respect. They always, you know, kind of commanded respect and my parents yeah you know, made me respect them. They didn't really do the whole, you know, it wasn't no play both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. optional. It was, you know, it is what it is. And this, this has going to be. And, you know, um, at the end of the day, it allowed for, you know, me to see what, what it did allow me to see was to see all kind of even more different types of people in different types of situations. I got to see how my, my dad was, see how my mom was also understand who my stepmom was and my stepfather was, which, you know, allows you to see more people that you're closer with. And then you still yeah. got your grandparents, your aunts, your uncle, right. and you can kind of take the lay of the land of who those people represent um, as you get older. And you're like, oh, I've seen this before. I can, right. you know, it talk to this person to this way. A subtraction. That's, no. that's how I look at it. It don't, it can be in addition to what you already got. I, you know, mm -hmm. I tell her that about just moving and her being out here and, you know, when she get a little homesick from Texas, you know, it's like, I get it. I say, but I've been going a long time from home. Like, I, I've just not lived home most of my adult life. And so for me, it's, you, home is always home. Friends are friends. They, you don't lose those people, per se. You might can go apart or whatnot. But you're just adding to that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It just, you know, you can keep, it might be a little more work. It might not be as easy. You know, you got to put in a little effort here and there, but at the end and, of the day, you, you can do it. And as the social media and stuff thing changes, it's, it's funny because, you know, I was looking at some of my, you know, my, uh, you know, like you said, we posted a little Instagram, Facebook thing. And mm -hmm. there were people, I, you know, we, when I was in, you know, second, second grade, you know, we moved out to Los Angeles and there were people that, um, were commenting or likes and things like that from, I, I would live in Los Angeles from second grade to like, you know, fifth grade. It was, you know, mm -hmm. three year, you know, little, little run or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And there are people, you know, through the power of social media and stuff like that, there are people that, you know, we might not, you know, speak and things like that now, but, you know, they sent their little congratulations and thanks. So, you know, for kids these days, they can very much stay in contact even more. I mean, even my daughter, um, you know, she lived in Dallas her whole time. Her mom um, and, uh, you know, husband, you know, moved to Fort Worth. There was a little bit of adjustment there. You know, obviously, maybe not the same as Atlanta, but is very similar in the way that right. you know, it's new school, new system, new everything. And she, you know, they, they he had, you know, her stepfather had two two boys already. So she had to get, you know, integrated into that whole 
that right. whole household pro, you know program as well so right. you know there's there's different different avenues but it doesn't have to be contentious and some of that also starts with the parents um, yes. i don't i don't have you know a i don't have beef with her mom and i you know i don't have beef with with her stepfather which doesn't allow for us to you know have that kind of fight always right. going on it doesn't have to be that way correct People could all be there supporting each other at different little functions, you know what I mean, or whatnot, and keeping yeah. their peace, minding their business, and everything could, running smoothly. We could, yeah. sit no. next, we could sit next to each other and then gone about our bit. Like, you know, it's over. It's it's been right. over, and right. you know, life goes on. Yeah, man. No, most definitely, most definitely. So, you know, I appreciate you saying that because you know that's really gonna be helpful for me, you know, because that's kind of how I been trying to do, you know, just kind of take the lead, you know, and and if you leading in and you making sure, you know, you controlling what you can control, you know, you really can kind of control the piece. You can kind of be a little more aware of some things, be a little more conscious of some stuff just to make it run smooth, you know, but not everything you know, got to be a fight, you know. Right, uh, right, right. Sometimes you got to, <laughs> sometimes you got to, yeah, sometimes it's like, hey, I don't agree with this. But let me just shut up real yeah. quick in this situation because yeah. the you know it might cost me some some time some money on some argument end, on the back end so yeah. yeah you know so yeah no but you know look we've always had that kind of perspective you know about just a lot of things I know you're doing something else right now um, you know a little hobby in your spare time you know. Um, you know, you've been playing around with the stock market for a few years now, you know, quietly, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I never had to, I, I guess that's, I'd be whole, you know, we talk about, I guess, working, working where I work at and for how long I make 12 years this year, you know, I've been involved in things and the stuff just, be, it's just working. I ain't doing nothing myself. So it's not like, you know, you ran your own business. You still do you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of, you know, you've done a lot of things on your own, you know, um, had to get your own plans, make sure you got your, your future set up, you know, for your long term and for your family and whatnot, you know, so you've been dabbling, you know, in the stock market, you know, can, give me some tips, man. I don't know nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I obviously, um, you know, when we when we spoke about it, you know, one of my favorite things to do is you know to play cards, gambles, things like that. And yeah. I feel like this is this is very different than that. So for me, you know, this is so, but it, but it can be a gamble. So it almost can kind of serve as a little bit of a fix. But so I don't really do like the options and day trading and all that other stuff that people get into. And I know a lot of people hop in and a lot of people are mm -hmm. Twitter experts and mm -hmm. everything like that. What I my investment strategy it's it's about as rudimentary as it comes is what is something in which i use or i feel like people are using based upon different situations and you know if i just if i transfer what i you know i started my little uh stock account and i think it's about five years ago now and i just try to transfer you know 50 to 100 dollars a week into there i feel like i've done you know, f you know, far more dumb stuff each week, you know, so that's maybe one day of, you know, just kind of, you know, moving some funds over. 
and mm. set an account and let it do. So uh, I invest in things that I think, you know, make sense based upon what I feel. So, you know, a couple of the ones that I've invested in was Zoom. Mm. Uh, you know, everybody was using Zoom. I felt like, hey, let's let's do let's do Zoom. Mm. Um, I, I did, you know, I did Facebook. Um, when they was do, doing Instagram, I was like, oh, everybody rocking with Instagram, uh, Facebook, got a lot of ads, the way that they're doing this, mm-hmm. um, you know, did, you know, kind of looked at it like that. Shopify was mm-hmm. one in which all these people starting their businesses, yeah. um, things like that. They kind of get their online platform, you know, so on and so on. You know, uh, people care about people, you know, real estate market's hot. I know I'd be checking on Zillow, just seeing what's mm-hmm. popping. You know, let's oh zero right. and right. So, uh, same thing. You know, kind of you use your business. background. You use your expertise to. Yeah. You know that it is everything's based on knowing the market and yeah. watching the trends and product placement is your thing. And so you're just trying to see who's down because, of course, you you trying to see who's struggling, but who got potential based on what who headed was- in the right direction. I also look at the mark, you know, sometimes I could be late, but you know, mm-hmm. if you look at the, if you ever look at a stock sheet and just say, Hey, if I would have just put in, you know, a hundred dollars or something, or, you know, thousand dollars five years ago, mm-hmm. what would it be worth day? You know, or, and the average, you know, stock market, I think, you know, something was the growth was like 12, like 12% or so. And this, this is through different things. I was like, wait, so I'm getting 0.0001% from, you know, my bank account. Whereas, you know, the stocks, I can easily sell it and get my money if I, if I needed it, you know, but let's, let's see how it goes. But I just kind of want to build it up because all these smart people, you know, Warren Buffett and Mark Cuban and all these people that be, you know, doing this stuff, you know, if they want no money in it, they wouldn't do it. Right. So right. I, I just kind of felt like that if, you know, investing th- and that's what Warren Buffett, you know, did. He said he invested in Coca-Cola because he liked drinking Coca-Cola. So if there's, you know, um, if there's some things that, that you kind of like, you know, do your research. But, you know, if you like it, there's maybe a high probability that other people like it unless it's just going, you know, tank right. out. So if you you feel like Netflix is the thing. You know, or or Hulu or Amazon's, and you know, it, it's never a bad time. It's never a bad time to start. It, it but don't you know? It, it can be a roller coaster sometimes. But if you just take it from you know five years ago, or you know over the course of a year, look at it as a long term investment. If you're just mm-hmm. trying to get rich quick, that, that is ain't, that ain't it. I mean, it's far more risky. You know, take you know, but also one other thing that I leave you with is that there are also like. Funds. So let's say you don't want to jump in all in on a stock. So there's a fund that says kind of like your 401k, but they're funds mm-hmm. that you can invest in and say, hey, you know what? Um, it's like 10% of Amazon, 5% of Google, a little bit of Apple, you know, uh-huh. something like that, a little bit of Tesla. Uh, you know, I can kind of rock with that and just put it in a fund. It might not mm-hmm. grow as, as high, but you know, it could still be solid for you because it's a combination, it's it's called a you know, an index fund, which is a, a percentage of stocks of, you know, you know, 10, 15, 20 different companies that can, uh, you know, make your investment strategy less risky, you know, but, um, you know, because it has all these other, you know, 
companies within it. So you don't have to know all the in, ins and outs of one, you know, because yeah. I don't, I'm, I'd be lying if I said that I do. Right, right, you know? right, right, right. True, true, right. But you know the concept. You're yeah, expert you, at the concept of what it should be. And so that helps you kind of cut through the weeds to kind of at least know what you would be looking for, but in all these different under, you know, industries. Look, or look, look at the Look at the concept. It was like, oh, COVID, a lot of people going to the doctor. Mm -hmm, oh, mm -hmm. let me, I'm going to invest in Teladoc, you know, type mm -hmm. of thing. Because, yeah. you know, it's, it's, like I said, it's a very simple thought process. Right, right, it, right. It, it, it has been successful. And basically, it works as fast as you work. And like you said, if you could be a little late to something from time to time, you probably still earlier than everybody else. But, you know, I mean, all the regular folks. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, if you doing the research, really looking and however advanced and early you look is how fast you capitalize on some of those things and be able to jump in. So and, that's good, man. Gotta, I appreciate that. Yeah, you just got to be willing, willing to try. Like I said, start small, you know, start, you know, $1,500, buy a share here, buy a share there. It, mm -hmm. You know, a lot of these places are set up where they don't, they used to charge you for every trade. They don't do that anymore. So you can go to E-Trade, just, you know, get your little, you know, go through a little process, get you, you know, $100 and, you know, try one and then yeah. move to two, and move, you know, and move to three. And like I said, I just, what I do is invest, you know, I just have $50, $100 that, that go weekly. I don't buy everything weekly. Then it might be, I might look one day and it's, you know, $300 there. And I say, oh, let me buy a couple of shares of this, a couple of shares of that, you know, and, and I've just been doing that for a while. And it's, you know, there's some tax breaks to it, too, so. Um, yeah, well, yeah, that is true. I mean, like I said, I get them all. <laughs> I just get them. I get it because I just, I just, they just take it out of my check. And so mm -hmm. it just be there. Now, I know I could go into the system and reallocate and make it be more aggressive. And that's the area where I would have to do more research in. Mm -hmm. um, but because it's really, really high level. For me, right here, yeah. um, how is they got it set up for us? It don't give us like, oh, hey, pick this person. You more so picking a concept and then applying right, right, right. A, per a percentage to this type of structure. You want us to? You they ain't saying hey, it's not as involved as saying, okay, you know, let me go give a little Amazon. Let me go give this. I, I don't know if our system allows to do do it like now. That, you but. you typically do that separate. So right, like right, you, right. Yours do like the four hundred one k stuff, and then like I said, now if through the through your investment thing, you know they'll they'll send you a tax form at the end of the year if you yep. sold some mm -hmm. stuff, and you know or you gain some stuff, you you won't necessarily you can if you don't pull it out, you won't you won't get taxed right, on the right. money it's that just you recorded. grew. Yeah, it's just recorded. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. They they gonna keep track of that thing for you, you know. So look, man, on on to end, you know, and we kind of been talking about it. You said this is kind of, you know, what brought this on, man. Look, we both kind of, you know, met through some gambling, like to spend a couple of dollars in, uh, you know, like like a good Vegas trip, mm -hmm. you know, like a good casino, man. We ain't been able to do do that. I I thought about a Vegas trip. You know, but I would want to try to go to Vegas when ain't nobody in Vegas. Because I'm there, just like you would probably be, I'm there for all the stuff. They not really, <laughs> I ain't really for the crowd. <laughs> I might try to eat at a couple of nice restaurants. I'm trying to gamble a little bit. I'll catch a show 
or two. Yeah. Right? Um and and chill in a nice hotel and just get away, hit the pool. But yeah. I ain't trying to be with the with the with the crowds like talking about so none of the, uh, the hot to topic be, time. They about to be out here too. Where you yeah, got your you got your people that got the shot that been that been yeah. cooped up oh, along man. along with the people that never believed in it anyway and they yeah. out here and people you it it's so you know um I'm not saying that there's a you know a stock tip in there, but I'm right. saying that you know Caesars, MGM, DraftKings, <laughs> DraftKings, all that stuff is yeah. you know in because look that play all time, <laughs> yeah. all that play all time. Um, that, you know it's about to be jumping. Yeah, like I said, I I just try School to change. about to be out. School about to be out. You know, yeah. like I said, people. People want to meet people. People mm-hmm. want to party. People, you know, it's people it's a whole. Yeah, it, these next couple years, I you know, I think that people. That way, you got to be smart about what you. What, well, for me, if you, mm-hmm. I don't be wrong. If you looking for that, they're gonna have tons of opportunities for that. Vegas gonna be a great spot to go for some of that. You know, now I, I'm not a, a new. I mean, I'm not a, a a new Vegas person. I really know Vegas. I think you really know Vegas. You know what I mean? We've really been there a bunch of times in our lives, individually, like, you know what I mean, and together. But, and we go for certain things, you know what I mean? We ain't all that yeah, yeah. around type of stuff. So, you know, um, like I said, I, w- I wouldn't mind a good, good little bit quiet trip. But so, since we do know it's going to be popping, everybody's going to be out there, you know, I think, you know, it's going to be key to when anybody do anything is to try to Find somewhere everybody ain't gonna be at, you know. Go yeah. go somewhere where somebody can't go, or you know. But as exclusive as you can, you know. Right. For for like, for, if, for a good peace of mind while you having a good trip. Yeah. Go with go with people that you trust, or mm-hmm. you know, because if you out here trying to find something new, they got some new stuff for you. <laughs> you yeah, know, you yeah, be- <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. They're gonna have some new floating around. <laughs> then, whatever little shots you, you got wasn't based on that the new stuff floating around out here. Yeah, so, yeah. They, you know what I mean? Like I said, I'm I'm trying <laughs> I don't know if I wanna go in it high high, you know. Um and I'm going for like I said, the reason I'm going is like not the re I don't need to go to the clubs and I think mm-hmm. I'm way off of that. So, you know, like I said, I hit a little pool. Well, I do tired. a little pool. Yeah, man. That's, I'm trying to be in the that time change but that time that time change in Vegas hits you too, boy. Like I'm trying to be in the casino at late at night, if, if anything. Wife in the plane, especially if I'm hot. You hit that. You, you hit that Pacific time. Throw in some drinking and some other stuff. Right. Next thing you know, you be sleep at nine thirty. Right, 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 right. <laughs> People got kids and stuff. Ain't nobody got time to be. You know, <laughs> you you want trips sometime at some point. It's really to catch up on a little sleep here and there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. Sure. You know, but look, man, I appreciate you joining me, bro. You know, um, you know, you got a lot going on, you know, but thanks for making time. You know, like I said, man, I appreciate the friendship, man. Yeah, appreciate you having me. Uh, you know, I love what you're doing. Really insightful, various topics. So, you know, keep it up, man. Man, and I know you, you know, we talked about podcasts. Like, I mean, like I said, we we talked all the time, so I mean, we have a lot of similar interests. So I know, you know, we were looking the same type of things. So you know, we were looking for certain kind of things, and 
I, I'm just trying to out of all the ones we've heard and you know, um, you know, there's always some things missing sometimes, you know, maybe some more authenticity, um, some different topics, you know, diving in a little deeper, not just talking about stuff that's just, you know, cliche or whatnot. You know, you want you go I, I you see you gotta talk about some stuff, but you know, it's like okay, you ain't gotta talk about all that. And you can give different <laughs> type of perspectives. You know, right. if you gotta talk about it, so man, you know, yeah, I appreciate it, bro. You know, and when I come come down, you know, I might try to slide down sometime in the summer or something. Definitely hit you up, and yeah, we know you. Go, you know, new spot though, new spot, yeah, though, new but, spot, but, new spot. You know, um, but you 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 gonna definitely be be there for a minute, right? Um, right. So you know, appreciate you, bro, and I um definitely get with you soon. All right, man, appreciate it. All right, later. Yeah. Thank you.